Welcome everyone to Today in Trades. Jim Evans coming to you live from smoky Missoula, Montana. I hope all of you are safe, healthy, and well. Exciting episode this week brought to you, of course, by BidClips. Check them out, bidclips.com. Power your business, work smarter, work better, put more to your bottom line without having to raise prices to customers. Come check us out and find out how we can help you be more efficient. I also want to give a shout out to NGA. As you can see, I've been wearing the glass nerd hat quite a bit lately. NGA puts on the most premier trade show in the country, Glass Build, taking place in Atlanta. Make sure you check out the description below. Um, Get signed up. Get to Glass Build. For the glass people that listen to our show, make sure that you are involved in the association. We're all in this together. You can learn advocacy, new trades, new techniques, new products. We need to be attending our association trade shows, getting involved with other business owners, as well as vendors and working together to keep protecting and growing our industries. This is true if you're part of landscaping, you can hit the GIE Expo. Uh, If you're in window washing, you can visit a huge conference. Take your industry, find your premier trade shows and be part of those. Today, we're going to talk about the trap of time and materials. A lot of you listening, that's what we've known. Go do the work, make the estimate, and then just charge customers by your time and materials. Uh, We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about time and materials. When should we do an estimate like this? Uh, Are there other options? And what can we do to prevent the trap that often comes about um, doing this type of, of service estimate? The first trap of time and materials, expectations. When we do our estimates and we say we're going to charge time and materials, it naturally lends to customers micromanaging us. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, it's hard to take a a break. It's hard to redo part of a project. Um, You start finding this dynamic with our clients of how long were you really there. They weren't really there that long. So first of all, expectation management is very tough around this topic. And really, as a service provider, just like a surgeon, we don't always know what it's going to take and what we're going to walk into. By So simply by going with time and materials over a fixed estimate, we oftentimes open ourselves up to some expectation management struggles. First, let's talk about the good of time and materials. One, it saves from unexpected things that could come up during the project that maybe you didn't want to estimate in the beginning that can come out of nowhere. A rotted sash, um, things behind the walls, uh, unforeseen situations you can't account for. Two, it's a great way to win jobs because it leaves a little bit of ambiguity. Customers have a tendency to want to go with time and materials because they can maybe work with you. Three, the other main reason we choose time and materials is there isn't another option. That's just all we've ever known. That's how we've run our business. And therefore it's hard to know how to make a switch. And the last reason that we do time and materials is to make sure that we can leave room for change orders and unforeseen. Now let's talk about the bad side of time and materials as a way of estimating jobs. First of all, in order to keep our shop and our operation alive and healthy, we have to charge for the times that we're not working. We have to charge to incorporate insurance, fill, um, fuel, uh, materials, disposal. Oftentimes we 
don't line item all those things out. Customers don't understand it. So by the time we're charging $130 to $150 an hour, oftentimes our customers don't value the service worker at the same rate that we value a doctor or a lawyer. Now, we all know listening to this show, it took us 30 years to be able to charge $120 an hour that our skills were developed over time. Oftentimes, we don't have a certificate on our back wall showing that we graduated from an institute or a training program. So it gets very difficult to charge on the labor side and be able to charge where you're actually profitable. Second, as before, it's easy for us to skip down on our hours, maybe to estimate down. We maybe log our payroll, and then oftentimes some of you might feel like your payroll um you know, it's, well, I'll just call it an hour when you maybe you were there for an hour and a half. Uh, it gets really dicey and really tough to track and to do well and be able to sleep at night knowing you took care of the customer. Second, materials. Um, a lot of times I can hear that people will get maybe 15%, 20% over material cost. This opens up a big trap as well because customers will micromanage your materials. Often they'll call you and say, hey, well, I found it at Home Depot for a little bit less, but maybe you have a, a relationship with Ace Hardware or a local provider that treats you better. Maybe they're a little bit more, but they're going to go faster. It, no matter how you slice it, time and material estimate and then time and material execution can be very challenging. And then the ugly. There's nothing worse than saying you're hoping to come in around $2,500, and then by the time you lay out your time of materials, you land somewhere in, in the $3,000. Then you're in this discussion with the customer. How did it go over? What was messed up? Circling back to why we didn't just create a more solid estimate and scope of work in the beginning. So I like to ask the question, are all of your jobs that you were doing as time and materials worth doing as time and materials? Um, the remodelers on our show, uh, whether you're a glazer who's doing a bunch of putty hack replacements, you're not sure how long it's going to take, whatever the circumstance, I can put a pretty good argument that very few jobs actually should fall into the category of time and materials. And very few clients have the stomach and the heart to do that and then still promote you well. So let's talk about other options to estimating by time and materials. First option. Use a technology to make it easier for you, whether that's Jobber, Service Titan, BidClips, ResponsaBid. There are many technology tools out there that can help us to estimate correctly, um, not only by estimating correctly, picking the right amount of materials and labor, we can also define a scope of work that will lend to a change order. It can lend to unforeseens in a way that's easier to come back to in the event that you need to come in overestimate. A lot of you might say, well, I don't know what I'm getting into until I get on the job. There's too many moving pieces. Well, with tools like BitClips and others, you actually can get usually the pictures that you need, the diagnostics that you need. You can organize them into a, 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 the right place. And maybe it's just that extra step to estimate well. Another reason that we haven't stepped away from time and materials, variable costs and not wanting to lose jobs. Well, after COVID, right now, I don't know that many home service companies that are struggling to find work. So more than ever, it's important for us to be working towards profitable work only. So I know a lot of you are thinking, well, I don't want to lose the job. I don't want to overestimate. I don't want to underestimate. Here's what I'll tell you. It's better to overestimate with conditions and then tell the customer that you're going to do everything you can to save them money along the way 
than it is to say time and materials with a rough outline of how much it might cost and then going over. It's the equivalent of going to a restaurant and they tell you it's a 10 minute wait. If you call them at five minutes and say your table's ready, everybody's happy. You tell them 15 minutes, you're going to get a bad review. They're going to probably want to talk to the manager. Expectation management is important. Customers generally want to know what's the worst case scenario of, of a bid or an estimate. What is the hopeful target? And then what's best case scenario? And the better we can line those out, the more happy customers generally are through the process. Go see our other podcast on quick getting screwed. It's a great one on talking about scope of work. There are resources out there to outline how the project's going to go in a way that still allows you to estimate the job with a total in mind and then back your way into it as you do the work. Using tools like BidClips and others, you can actually make sure that you stay inside of the scope of what was estimated, including customer messages, what was said, what was changed. It's time for us to stop shooting ourselves in the foot and look at different ways to present our services to customers. I'm going to ask a lot of you out there listening, do you really want to know the exact breakout of what labor and parts went into the um, the new lawnmower or, or item you're purchasing from a store? No, most of us want to know this is what we're getting. This is how much it costs to be delivered to our home. And then here's the warranty and what's going to come with it. That's how we are as consumers, whether it's Amazon.com, Lowe's or Home Depot. Most of us want to know when we hire a service, what's going to be involved. When I hire a home service professional to come to my home for landscaping, yard work, you name it, I want to know what they're going to do how much it will cost me one time or either bi-weekly, how I can count on their company, what their company is about, their values, their quality, their service, their conditions. Uh, and then lastly, how easy is it going to be for me to pay them? What are my pay choices? Those are all things that can be found in a professional presented estimate, bid, or scope of work. When we leave it ambiguous as to, you know, I'm going to shoot for about $1,000, but we're just going to go materials plus 20% and then my time at $75 an hour. That creates anxiety. So I challenge all of you listening today to really think about, is it time for me to maybe stop doing my whole running my whole company off of a time and materials model that's old fashioned and a little bit outdated? Which jobs should we do time and material on? And then which jobs deserve a quality estimate with good communication and room for the unforeseen adjustments? If you want more information on some of these technologies we spoke of, please look into bidclips.com, sponsor of this show. Uh, also reach out to us, and if, it, we, if Bidclips doesn't fit your business, we'll help you find the right software that does. The important part is that as an association, as a group of home service professionals, we give people an estimate that they can count on with a little asterisk that says if things go wrong, here's what it looks like, to be done right the first time by professionals that they can trust. And by giving them an estimate with a total, in a way it actually separates you from the others who just say, well, I could be cheaper, I'm time and materials. There's a little bit of, of animosity with that. You will find that customers will pick the company that's confident to say, this is what we're going to shoot for, here's what we're going to do, here's why you can trust us, and we're going to make it easy for you. That was this week's Today in Trades on why time and materials can be the trap of a lot of businesses when making estimates. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great day. Glass Build America is back. Goodbye virtual shows, hello real products, real people, and real business opportunities. 
the industry is reuniting at the largest glass, glazing, window, and door event in the Western Hemisphere for the buying and business building that only an in-person trade show can deliver. The leading commercial glazing contractors, glass fabricators, and residential fenestration manufacturers and installers are heading to Atlanta September 13th through 15th for Glass Build America, the Glass Window and Door Expo. Strengthen your supply chain and get the tools, products, and resources to future-proof your business. Your competition will be at Glass Build. Will you? For more information and to register, visit glassbuild.com.